This is episode one of season one of the Going to Beyond the Food Show Pro Series. Stay tuned, I'll explain it all. Welcome to the Going to Beyond the Food Show. I'm Stephanie Dozier, clinical nutritionist and emotional eating expert, creator of the Going to Beyond the Food Method and founder of the Going to Beyond the Food Academy. Corporate executive turned health expert with my own journey with weight, body image, and food, It's now my mission to help smart, successful women like you live confidently right now and unconditionally. Ready, sister? Let's do this. Hello, sisters. Your host here, Stephanie Dodier. And yep, I'm showing up on your feed on a Tuesday. This is something brand new. This is called the Going Beyond the Food Show Pro Series. And the special edition of the Going to Beyond the Food Show will come by season. So twice a year, we'll produce eight episodes of the podcast specifically designed to educate health professional to a non-diet approach to food and health specifically designed for women. And this is the first ever episode. I got to tell you, I'm very nervous. I've already started the intro five times. This is the sixth version of it that I kept deleting and starting over again. And I'm committed to do this one from now on right through. So understand where I'm coming from. I'm a bit nervous and I may make mistakes, but that's okay because we're not aiming for perfection. So some of you may know I have a big audacious goal to help a million women shifting out of diet culture and conquering back their innate power. And I to help me achieve this goal over the last four to five years, I created the Going to Beyond the Food movement which is uh, the space where I help women go beyond the food to conquer their power back. And I wanted to take this message of non-diet, intuitive eating and body neutrality to the average woman. Now, when I was in my own journey in transitioning uh, myself personally and professionally, I found the message of health at every size, intuitive eating and... um, body image, but it was designated for eating disorder recovery, which is amazing. But it wasn't connecting with the average woman. And that's the specialty that I wanted to go into is to take this very powerful approach and customize it for my current listeners. So you, perhaps you're one of those listeners, just a, an average woman, and you're listening to this. My approach was created and designed specifically for you. And as a professional looking for professional training in this field, um, everything that I was receiving was for eating disorder recovery. So I had a lot of maneuvering to do, adaptation and creation to do to make this approach and this message, something that the regular average woman would connect with. 
And this is where I want to help professional. I want to help professional who are currently helping the average woman to take this message of intuitive eating and body neutrality to their population. So if that's you, the professional, that is my intention for this podcast here is to help you address the root cause as to why we are not being trained in a non-diet approach in our own professional training, right? And it's vastly caused by diet culture and the weight loss industry and the healthcare system, which is embedded in diet culture without knowing it. I know in my own school, when I learned and had my certification in nutrition, when I look back, like it was diet culture and the wellness diet all over it. But the creator of those schools don't even know they're partaking in diet culture. And I can guarantee you, once they're educated, they will realize that in order for us to help fundamentally more of our clients, of our patient, we need to integrate what I'm about to teach you on this podcast series. So my intention here is to help health professionals that are in a business vastly with women patients, because you will see very shortly why uh, our approach specifically with women needs to change. So I'm talking here to nutritionists of all specialty, health coaches, registered nurse, naturopath, therapist, medical doctor, anyone who integrates, teaches, or use nutrition in their practice to help improve, optimize women's health. The podcast and the going to be on the food method has twofold the professional skill. And that's what we'll talk about in about half of the episode to help you adapt your current practice, but also business skills and how to shift your current model, which is the traditional model of health or nutrition, which is strongly embedded in diet culture into a non diet model. So I want to tell you a story before I get in the actual teaching here. Uh, And that story, some of you have heard, uh, it's my own professional evolution as a practitioner. And um, it started back in September 2013, when I opened my clinic right after graduation with my degree in nutrition. And my clinic was in Toronto. It was a local business typical nutrition clinic. And I was very fortunate to have a rapid success. And in part is because of my own business background. I spent the first 15 years of a career from my early 20s to my mid 30s in the business world, running and operating um, business and building businesses. So when I came to this world of health and wellness, it was It wasn't a struggle for me to do the business aspect that came second nature. For me, my learning was my professional skill sets. And the universe sent me mostly women in my clinic. About 90% of my client population was women with mostly various chronic condition, health issue, and desire to lose weight. And in part, because it was my own journey. As you know, as professional, we attract who we are, uh, I didn't know at that time in 2013 where I was going to end up today in 2020. But one thing that I knew is that I wasn't going to give women the what I believe to be the traditional model of weight loss. So 
from the get-go, I refused to weigh women. I didn't have any scales in my practice. And it was all about, quote, back in the days, real food. And um, so my practice uh, quickly built up. And within a year in practice, and because my business was local, I started to see some of my clients that I had uh, work with at the beginning. Now, a year later, after they had finished their work with me at the grocery stores and in various community events, and they were all ashamed. They were all hiding from me or didn't want to tell me what was going on in their life because they could not keep up to what I had taught them. And I'm going to talk to a particular client, and we'll use the name Caroline, who came into my practice a year and a half into the practice uh, being operating. And she wanted to be healthier, was just diagnosed with high blood pressure, cholesterol, the typical average 40-year-old woman. And I did my normal in-depth health uh, intake with timeline. And I gave her my normal approach to food, which was not about counting calories, but instead adding like real food to her uh, daily life. And the very next appointment, she came back to me and she just like collapsed in tears. She was crying and she opened up to me. She said, you know, Stephanie, I, I really admire you and I really like your work, but it, I'm just behaving the exact same way of anything else in the past, like any other diet. And as she was describing her eating behavior as a consequence of our first appointment together, there is this deep shock in my body that happened at the same time because what she was describing was exactly what I was personally living through. She was talking to me about eating healthy in the morning and eating healthy for lunch and then by the end of the day wanting to eat everything inside and could not control herself. She was describing an experience of going to the grocery store and then buying food so No one in her household would know she was eating these, quote, bad food and eating the entire thing in her car. I'm like, oh, my God, I do the same thing. And it really hit me at the core. I didn't know how to help her. I was causing her to get worse. And the truth was, I was applying the same approach to myself, and I was getting worse as well. I started with paleo, then I went keto. This is way before keto was a thing. It's just because paleo wasn't working for me. So I thought if I make it more complicated, it's bound to work, right? So I went keto. And then that caused me to even have worse eating behavior. So I thought I'll intermittent fast. And that drove me right into binging. I was Caroline. And I had no clue how to help myself or health help her. You know, for practitioner, you know that the universe delivers you client that you can help, but that also reflect what you need to learn. And that moment shifted my practice. I went into studying the psychology of eating. From that moment forward, I went to my library that I had in the clinic and I picked up a book that was given to me about a year prior, it was called Health at Every Size from Dr. Linda Bacon. And a year ago, prior to that, I had attempted to read it and I read a couple chapter and I went in complete denial, 
right? I didn't think that was possible because it was confronting me with my own issue that I wasn't ready to deal with. And I picked up that book when Carolyn left and I dived into it and I started diving into the whole world of psychology of eating and uh, the rest is history, right? So from this story, I want us to ask ourselves collectively a question. Are we causing more arm? And causing arm like I'm referring to is completely unconscious. We don't know what we don't know. And perhaps by delivering the nutrition the way we were trained, we're actually aggravating underlying condition in a segment of our population. And research in the field of eating disorder are clear now. Our approach of labeling food as good or bad leads to restriction. Food restriction leads to compensating behavior like overeating. When we make nutrition so complicated, we also lead our client away from their natural eating cue, robbing them from their innate autonomy and their ability to take care of themselves long term. We aggravate a deep sense of failure that our client received from diet culture, from their diet never working. Statistics are clear, diet don't work. It's a 95% failure rate. By delivering nutrition in a traditional model, we increase stress level. We lower self-esteem, increase social anxiety, increase the sense of loss of control and loss of self-trust. And in some cases, we have to be honest, it leads to eating disorder. So are we causing harm? That's the question we need to ask ourselves. And when I refer to first do no arm, which is the title of this episode, I'm referring, as most of you know, to the Hippocratic Oath, right? That not all doctors, but some doctor do take. And we have to ask ourselves, right? Are we causing harm? Our clients are intelligent. They know they need to drink more water and eat vegetable. They don't need more intellectual stimulation. They need tools. They need skill sets so they can change their behavior, not their level of knowledge. I want to bring two more analogy on for you. As most of us are trained in the field of digestion, let's imagine that a client goes to a traditional medical doctor and will complain of constipation. Most of the time, what they will receive is a stool softener medication or supplement never addressing the root cause. Is that what we do when we give our client a food list, a protocol? We never address the actual behavior as to why they're struggling with food. Worse, when we deliver diet, we actually deliver a tool that is scientifically proven to not work. It would be like, being diagnosed with asthma and being given an asthma medication that may improve our breathing for a few weeks, but in the long run causes our lung and breathing to worsen. We would never do that. Yet by delivering a traditional model of nutrition, that's what we do. And this approach we know now is wrong. However, that's what we're trained on. That's what we have received. That's what's being shared I want to say all over the world, but at least in Western society, which is a weight-centric approach to health that then dictates a model of dieting when it comes to food. 
completely ignoring that 91% of our client have body image issue. 91% of women in Western society do not like their body and they take action almost daily to change how their body look. And their relationship to food has been impacted from these actions that they're taking because what are they being told? If you want to change the way your body look, change your food, over-exercise, and that will deliver, quote-unquote, weight loss. But we know that it doesn't work. And that's what increased that deep sense of failure that our client present themselves with in our practice. And by not addressing that, by not addressing the behavior, the body image, we actually cause more harm. Now, when potentially causing more harm, what do we do? We need to get out of our own ego and get out of our own way and shift to a non-diet model of health and nutrition. It's about going beyond the food. And for me, in my own practice, that's why I had to create my own methodology because there was nothing out there. I literally spent five years pulling all the pieces of the puzzle together, practicing with my client, healing my own relationship to food and say, well, I need this and I need this and I need this. And that's what the going to be on the food method is, is all the tools that we need to help our client shift their relationship to food and their body so they can claim back their power and their health. So the going to be on the food method is a way of working with our client, which remove the emphasis on weight loss, but instead embrace health at every size, weight neutral approach to health, intuitive eating, body neutrality, mindfulness, and mindset approach to help shift the behavior. The going to be on the food method respect the fact that each one of us as human have an innate body wisdom and that our body knows what we need is what is best for us, including food, nutrition, movement, rest, weight, and self-care. Going beyond the food practitioner goal is to help women rebuild a relationship of trust and respect and neutrality with their body. As a practitioner of the going to beyond the food method, we work with helping women reconnect with their innate body wisdom so that they can claim back their power and identify for themselves what is best for them and their body. It recognizes that the human body is more than a physical body. Humans are made up of a mental, emotional, spiritual, and yes, a physical body. Ultimately, when we go beyond the food as practitioner, we help women conquer back their power and thrive in their health and life unconditionally. So the question typically I always get at this point when I talk one-on-one with one of you is like, but how do I earn a living with this, Stephanie? And you know what, sister, this is a very valid question because we do have to earn a living, but if we don't sell diets and meal plan and recipes and protocol and make money with supplement, how do we earn a living? How do we continue to help women in this model? We continue to serve. 
we continue to teach. But instead of teaching diets behavior, we teach non-diet behavior. Instead of giving a meal plan, we give tools and technique for our client to reconnect with their eating cue. We build their trust in themselves. We teach them to be present with their body, how to listen to their body. We help dismantle diet culture in their own life. Because if we don't do it, mass media culturally will not do it. The weight loss industry and diet culture is too strong. Our work is grassroots. It's you and your practice. It's me and my practice. It's how we present ourselves on social media, which message we put out to the world. And yes, when we have a business, we need to consider marketing. Yeah, it's a valid question again. Yeah, how do we market in on diet business? Yeah, there is a special way of doing it because we are not partaking in a traditional model of quick and easy 21-day plan and, and just get this food list and your life will change, right? We have to market differently. We have to nurture we have to educate. Marketing a non-diet business means educating because right now, vast majority, I want, I want to say like 99% of the women in Western society have no clue what intuitive eating is, what body neutrality is, what non-diet approach is. So we have to go get to this population and educate them and bring them over to our world for their own well-being, and for also for us to continue to earn a living as a practitioner. So where do we start? First, we need to take a deep look at ourselves and our practice. Diet culture will remain what it is. The weight loss industry will remain what it is, probably still for another 20 and 30 years. So it starts with us in our practice with our client. We need to become leaders. We need to lead this movement in our practice, in our presence publicly, in what we choose to say, how we choose to engage ourselves with our own relationship to food. We need to recognize that the non-diet approach differ from a traditional approach to nutrition. Which is, if you look at the traditional model of nutrition, is an intellectual approach. It's facts and data and lists and macros and numbers. And the intuitive eating model is a physical experience. So here's the thing. We have to be really honest here. Intuitive eating is not a logical experience. It's a physical experience. Therefore, you have to be an intuitive eater to teach intuitive eating. You have to have a better relationship with your own body I'm not saying a perfect one, but a, you understand your own relationship to your body so you can teach and lead your client in a body neutral approach to their body. It starts with you. You can only take your client as far as you've taken yourself in your own experience with your innate body wisdom when you start teaching a non-diet approach. We need to recognize also the fact that we will need complementary professional skills because most of the nutrition school, most of the medical school do not teach 
something such as a basic as the psychology of eating. It doesn't talk about body image. So how can we really help our client when we have no background in professional skills? We also need to integrate mindfulness in our approach because that's the healing tool to help our client reconnect with their innate body wisdom. And let's talk about mindset for just a quick minute here. But when our client have been deeply involved, just like most of us have been in diet culture for 10, 15, 20 years, we have some faulties, ways of thinking, thought error, as we call them in the self-coaching world. That has to be part of our approach. We need to teach our client how to deal with their diet brain. So both business approach and professional skills, we need to complement our basic skill sets that we have. So from that place, what is next for us collectively as a group here, as health professional, wanting to adopt a non-diet approach? So we, me and my team, has created a resource center for you. So take this down, take this web address down, stephaniedozi.com slash pro series, all in one word, P-R-O-S-E-R-E-S is a webpage on my website. And inside of there, you have a bunch of educational tool. At the very bottom of that page, I am giving you access to two of my assessment tool. And here's what I want you to do with them. I want you to assess yourself. So just a footnote here, if you already are an email subscribers of ours, and you go to this web page, scroll to the bottom, and you go get the free assessment tool. Make sure you use the same email address, otherwise you'll get two of everything. Okay, just a footnote here. But go get those two assessment tools that are located at the bottom of that page and complete them for yourselves. And then I want you to reach out to me and share your assessment with me. How was the experience? What did you discover? And what are you thinking now? You can reach out to me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, or even on email, info at stephaniedoze.com. Now, while you're on that page, tool number two, we have three upcoming webinar for professional starting this Thursday, April the 22nd, and it goes on for the month of May and June. So register yourself completely free. We have seven more pro series podcast coming up in the next eight weeks. Today is episode one, and it's going to go right through to June the 9th. We have listed all the topic of the podcast on that webpage. So go check that out. And it will be delivered right here on this podcast feed. And lastly, we have our mentorship program, which the next cohort will begin on July 1st, 2020. Right now we're into a wait list. Those that are on the wait list will get the first chance of application starting May 1st. And we have 10 spot open only because I want to give high touch education to each one of my students starting July 1st. So all kinds of tools, free, paid. I'm hoping to serve you and to help you bring an on-diet approach and help your client go beyond the food. So all together, collectively, 
we can help millions of women shifting out of diet culture, conquer back their power. Yes, with food, but with their entire life. Because I got to tell you, I've been doing this for five years and the magic that happened when women regain their power with food first and then their body, their whole life change. And I know that's why you and I chose the professional practice or career because we want to change lives. So if you enjoyed this podcast, as always, I would ask you to share it with another practitioner, somebody that you studied with, somebody that you graduated with, that you know is wondering the same thing as you. Get this message out to them. Just like I ask our regular podcast audience to share it with another woman, because this is a grassroots movement, sisters. The same thing needs to apply within our professional realm. We need to make this message available to more and more practitioner. I love you, sister. And until next time, I'll see you in a week.